This weekly series was designed to allow traders to gain consistency, confidence, and clarity by following these trading strategies as they unfold each week in the varying market conditions according to their respective guidelines. For more than a decade, John Locke has been there, consistently demonstrating profitable, high-probability trading strategies that take advantage of the volatility of the Russell 2000 and the Standard & Poor's 500 indexes. Isn't it great when you find someone who you know will always be there for you, to keep you on track through the good times as well as the bad, someone who you can trust? Welcome to the Options Trading for Income weekly webinar. Now, let's trade. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Options Trading for Income for April 27th, 2020, episode 773. This is a special hope open house edition, so I'd like to welcome everybody who came in and signed up for our open house. And for you guys who are members, just you know, be patient with me. We have, uh, we're going to be talking to some newer people here that might be new, so we're going to be going over some things. So before we get going, we'd like to remind you that this presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial and make sure that you are aware of any risks that you might have prior to placing any trades. Also note in this presentation, we are covering hypothetical computer simulated trades and the results they're believed to be as accurately represented as possible. But keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many many different reasons. So first of all, we also do have some new members who've come in. Membership is now open. And uh, I'd, so I'd like to welcome our new Go and Pro members. And I'd also encourage you to please be sure to watch your welcome videos and review all your materials, as well as reviewing your stage videos and to choose your stage. We also have some stage guides for stages one through four. So we would recommend that you read and follow the instructions in there to help you get the most out of your membership and to get up to your level of trading that you desire as quickly as possible. So we also encourage you to ask questions and request coaching. Remember that we are here to help. Our objective is to help you make money and, and that's why we're here. So please ask those questions. We wanna help you achieve that. We also would encourage you to take advantage of coaching opportunities. We, you can ask questions in this options trading for income meeting here Monday mornings. You can ask them and go ask a trader as well as in the pro sessions if you're a pro. We also, within those sessions, if somebody requests it, we can have free one-on-one -on -one public coaching for them where you get the benefit and the other members get the benefit as well through that process. And also, being a member, you get discounts on one-on-one -on -one private coaching if you choose to go that route. And of course, there's lots of self-coaching you can do. You have access to over a thousand archived videos in the Go membership between the FIT program and all the past options training for income webinars and various other webinars we've done uh, at that level uh, over the years. So again, membership is open. If anybody who's interested in coming in as a member and growing their account, then please let them know so that we can help them out. As far as what's happening in the near future, on Wednesday, this Wednesday, the 29th at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, if you're a bearish butterfly owner, I'm doing a question and answer, answer session for that program with SMB. And those invitations are going to be from Seth so, or SMBU. So make sure if you don't get those, you can contact Seth or you can contact us and we can, we can put you in, in, in touch with him so that you get your invitation there. Our next, meeting with 
Trading with the Pros is going to be Wednesday, May 6th, and then we have another one on the 20th. Uh, if you have any questions for any of those meetings, please post them in the appropriate form so we can get those answered for you. Our next Go Ask a Trader session for Go members and Pro members is going to be Wednesday, May 13th at 10 a.m. Eastern. So, again, any questions or coaching requests or whatever, put those in the forum. Our next trading performance webinar is Wednesday, May 27th at 1 p.m. Eastern. And as usual, our market outlooks uh, is going to be Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So one of the things that we do here is we cover on, on the Monday morning webinars, we cover 12 different trading strategies at, that are on various levels of our trading success blueprint. So we're going to come in here and we have a bull trade in blue, which would be stage one. Our stage two trade that we cover is going to be a bear trade and an unbalanced butterfly one in a Super Bowl. And then we have stage three trades, which is our M3.4U, our V32, X4 14, our X4 version 17. And then we have our stage four trades that are uh, gonna be the M3 bearish butterfly rock and X4 version 22. And of course we have stage five, which is any of these trades and anything else that you may have heard of and how they, and we combine them all together and we just do what's best for the given market environment. So that's how we do. Now we don't cover all these trades every session because there's just simply too many to cover. So what we do is we enter the certain number of trades each month and we cover that trade through its conclusion, whether it be good or bad. And this month we've entered a bull an M3.4U, a Rock, and an X4 version 14. So those are the trades we'll be focused on. We also have a carryover position for the bearish butterfly in May. If anybody has any questions on any of the other strategies, then we'll also take a look at those as well. And, uh, and we can do that for you. And our entry positions, again, were, we've, were already started in X4 version 14. We started a June bull, we started a May Rock trade. and the June M3.4U is going to be started or was started last Friday. So we'll take a look at that entry. If anybody has any questions or comments that they'd like answered live on the webinar, given that we have time, this webinar should last about a half an hour to 40 minutes. And if we have time, we'll answer those for you as completely as we can with the information we have. So uh, we do have a couple questions that I'd like to address first. Let me see if I can get them up here. So this is from in the forum. And the first one is what strategy would you advise or advice to start off uh, for the beginner? And then we have another one that's actually fairly, it's related to this. So let's just kind of run through that and I'll, and I'll try to answer everything all kind of in one statement here. So what strategy is best to learn with real money? How much money do I suggest to start with? For instance, uh, 10,000 or 20,000, 25,000. What strategy is good for learning? Super simple spreads, V32, M3, M3, uh, M3U, X4. I've also heard about um, these other strategies here. And to which trades, which to my knowledge are all based on a put butterfly and so on, so on. So I know that sounds like a mess and I know you teach it teach that it's best to stick with one strategy for a while, maybe at least for a year or so, maybe it's best to experiment with ONE or option view backtesting to see the effects of various adjustments and the effect of the bottom line. I'm not a complete beginner, I have to admit, but there's so much information and you wanna learn it all at once. Um, I know that's not possible, I know. So yeah, let me, um, actually let me address this first up here and just say, 
Um, that's this is you know what 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 I I, I suggest to be beginner start off, and this is what our Go membership is all about. So we have the Fit Library in the in the Go membership, and that is designed to basically make sure you have all the base knowledge. So before you even start with the strategy, there's a certain amount of base knowledge that you want to know, not just about the trades and the options themselves, but also about position sizing and what to expect with various things on that and the type of psychology that you, you're going to need to be successful as a long-term trader. All that stuff is very, very relevant, actually much more relevant than a strategy, right? So most people, most people want to jump to a strategy, but really you're going to advance as a trader a lot faster if you have certain base knowledge and certain understandings before you even start. And that's kind of what the FIT program is about. Now, as far as strategies to start with, it's going to be more important for you as a trader to have the per proper perspective and have the proper staying power and the mental mindset than it is to have a particular strategy. And I know that sounds backwards, but that's really the way that it is, because if you can have the best strategy in the world, if you, and if you don't have this other base information, I mean, you're just not going to position size properly. You're not going to scale up properly, and you're going to be tending to jump from strategy to strategy looking for the next, next best thing. And that doesn't get people anywhere. I mean, I know people who had traded for 10 years before I even started trading, and this was what, in 2006 and 2005, and they're still asking me today, what's the best strategy, right? In other words, and they're not making any money or they're losing money or they're breaking even over periods of time because they're just, they're just not looking at trading properly. And we really want to give you the you know, a good start. And that's why we go that way. So as far as a strategy for a beginner, realistically, as far as an options trader, you know, like a complex options income trader, you should be starting off with just a regular bullish vertical. Prove to yourself, you understand how that position reacts and that you can stay in the market and continue to trade that strategy even when things go against you and you're not hopping, strategy hopping and going all over the place and building yourself some discipline and just starting with that. And then after that, you want to start pushing in probably to – some people stop there, and they, they say, hey, I like this, and they just trade bullish verticals or whatever. But if you want to go further than that, then we get into the broken wing butterfly strategies, and then if you want to go further than that, we go from there. Okay, so that's my thought on that. As far as this other question, you know, I agree. There's a ton of information out there, and there's a lot of different strategies out there, and that in itself is the problem that most people have because what ends up happening is that people come in and they try a strategy, you know, they, they and you know, maybe it works for a while, maybe it doesn't, but eventually they're going to hit a rough spot and they then what do they do? Or sometimes they don't even hit a rough spot. They just hear that of another new strategy and they think it might be better. And uh, what ends up happening is they end up jumping from, um, to something else and something else and they end up jumping strategy to strategy. And the other thing that happens is that people think that they're going to find some miracle trade or a miracle indicator or a magic adjustment that they're simply going to follow the instructions and that they're going to make five or 10 or 20% per month every single month consistently, regardless of what's going on in the market. And that's simply not reality, right? It's understand that it's literally the combination of the two factors I just mentioned that prevents people who trade from becoming decent traders. It keeps them in this circle of spinning, chasing their tail for year, 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 year after year, decade after decade sometimes. Now that doesn't mean we can't make money over the long term if we consistently trade a trade. I mean, that's certainly possible. We've proven that that happened, 
right? At least historically. Now, in order for that to happen, in order to make money over the long term, you also have to be combined with a good position sizing strategy, which is a whole other thing, right? But the reality is that many strategies that we know of have been profitable over five or 10 year periods, especially you look at the M3 and bearish butterfly and rock and stuff like that. Um, if you just follow the rules consistently, they're profitable over five or 10 year periods. But those profits didn't come in at 5% per month every month, which is what many people expect, at least at an unconscious level. Right? And I know they're expecting this at an unconscious level because as soon as they run into a little barrier, they're switching to something else. Right? So they might say, oh, I understand I'm going to lose from time to time, but they really don't because they're switching. Right? Again. You know, pay attention to what you do, not what you say to yourself. So if that's what you're doing, you're not really expecting that. You know, realize that if you truly want to be a consistently profitable trader, and by that I mean make money nearly every cycle, then trades should be considered as practice drills designed to teach you trading principles, not as, you know, something you do every time regardless of content. Your goal here. In trading trades, if you want to be consistently profitable, is to increase your understanding and increase your sensory acuity so you understand what different things in the market do to the trades and learning the things that you need to learn in order to trade well. You know, if I was to compare it to something, it'd be just like, you know, maybe the same as football players, right? They have a series of drills they practice in order to learn what they need to do in order to play football well. And that's going to be true for any high-performance endeavor, including trading. That's the way you need to look at it. My point being that drills or trades are guidelines. They're not scripts that you want to follow exactly. Therefore, while critical for development, right, trades are not designed to be copied exactly without context. The reality is that situation is not going to provide consistent income. Right. If you're following trade guidelines exactly without context, that's not going to provide you with consistent income. It might provide you with gains over long terms, but there's a difference. Right. So if we get back to the question in general, what's the best what's the best learning strategy? Well, you can learn a lot about trading working with any strategy. As long as a couple of things happen, right, as long as you can comprehend the learnings at your stage of development. As long as you have the proper perspective, and if you have someone clue you in or help you uh, to understand what those learnings are supposed to be, then you can work with any trade. It also helps if you stick with the strategy long enough to fully understand it before moving on to the next thing, rather than just hunting for you know the money. So anyway, that is the magic of our Go membership with the FIT program right, with this trading success blueprint and these Monday morning options trading for income meetings, they all fit together. So the FIT program is going to provide the essential base knowledge you need to know as a trader to trade these strategies responsibly. The trading success blueprint is going to provide stages for each level of trading with suggested trading strategies that contain specific learnings for different areas or levels of income trading. And these learnings are going to be designed specifically for that level in order to keep you focused and on track and help you advance as quickly as possible, assuming, of course, you follow the program. And then when we look at the options trading for income webinars that we're having each Monday morning, right, in these meetings, we track each of those strategies real time, right? And every week I point out important things you should be paying attention to with each strategy. I talk about 
what's good and what's bad about the current environment for each strategy, and I answer any questions you may have during the webinar so that you can learn in the fastest, most efficient way possible with current information. And this is the magic of it if you follow that strategy. Right? You can come in, you can learn what you need to learn, you can then utilize trading strategies to become a great trader. All right, and that's what we had for questions. So now that that's covered, let me go into the strategies themselves. Now we cover these strategies by the guidelines as much as we can, given the fact that sometimes things happen in the market that have never happened before. So as we go through these, so everybody that's newer here, as we go through these, we are, you know, over the last several months, we've had a situation that we've never seen in the market before. We've had price movements in the indexes that are unprecedented from a point standpoint. We've had even percentage movements that has, have been faster than we've ever seen. We've had implied volatility levels and skew curves in the implied volatility that have been flatter than we've ever seen. We have butterflies cheaper than we've ever seen. We've had wider than normal put call skews. We've had a lot of stuff in the market we haven't seen before. Now, again, this is the magic of learning how to trade versus learning a trading strategy and just following the rules and hoping that it works. Okay, if, you, if you're a good trader, you can see that this new stuff is happening and you understand how to adapt to it. If you're following a trade, you don't have any freaking idea what's going on, right? So again, that's the importance here. So let's go over our bull trade. This is pretty standard. Bull trade, by the way, is just simply a, a regular bullish vertical. This was put on 65 days to expiration. Um, as of last Friday, there's really not much to cover here. There, there were no adjustments. This is what a bull trade looks like. If we take a look at analyze screen, we let me back this out even further. We put a bullish vertical on and we have a one to one stop out. So in other words, this has a maximum gain of twenty five hundred ish dollars and we stop it out at $2,500 drawdown, and we just sit in the trade, there are no adjustments. This trading strategy is good because it helps teach you discipline and leave something alone. <laughs> and you can just go in, you put it on, you take it off. You're gonna get a certain result. Uh, if the market, of course, is complementary to the strategy, then things work out well. If it's not, then things don't work out well. And this is true for any trading strategy. So it doesn't matter if it's an M3 or a bull trade or a space trip trade or, or a rhino or whatever. If the market is complementary to that strategy, it'll win. If it's not, it won't. And that's just a period. And you'll go through times where any strategy where that's the case. And this is just as true here. So really, there's nothing to do here. We're up $1,200 uh, at this point, and everything's going fine. So that is the bull trade. One of the things I want to take a look at is the M3 entry for this month. So people who are new here, the M3 or the option view analytics in variable, which is typically where we do our analytics, the analytical model of option view and variable is literally breaking down under the volatility skews. So I've never seen this happen. So again, we, we run through situations that are new. 
in the marketplace, right? So I've never seen this happen before, but what has been happening is when we look at our analytical skew curves, they're obviously wrong. Again, this is part of the benefit of backtesting where we can do this, but if I take a call off, and this is entry, right? It says we have minus 11 delta and we have this here. This actually doesn't look too, too bad, uh, but I don't trust it because over the last several weeks, we've been having really, really crazy T plus zero line curves, and this really still doesn't look quite right to me. So again, this is things that we learn through experience. So if my analytical model's wrong, I wanna check some other analytical models, and I can go with EIOIO. That's gonna give me something different. Let me do what this looks like. This actually looks more realistic. And if I were to go to, you know, say, um, Thinkorswim analytics, I'm going to get another reading, a different reading. If I go to o &E analytics, I'm going to get a different reading. Um, a lot of the analytical models are off a little bit. Um, but what I do know about this is because I've traded these for so long that I know uh, if I'm paying for a butterfly, in this case, I think I, I end up paying four dollars for the butterflies i know that that's extremely cheap but i know if i'm paying four dollars for a butterfly i have an idea that my delta is somewhere around three my negative delta should be somewhere around three regardless of what my analytical software tells me so that being the case with 20 butterflies i would be uh, minus 60 delta in this this is telling me that i'm minus 27. so what i'm doing here is i'm making my best guess I'm saying, look, in my opinion, with a $4 butterfly, this should be minus 60 delta. My analytical model is telling me minus 27 on EIOIO. It's telling me minus 11 in variable. Which one do I trust more in the current environment? I trust EIOIO in the current environment a little bit more. And if that's telling me about 30, and uh, which it is here, that's telling me about 30, and my estimation is 60. I'm going to split the difference on that, and I'm going to buy something right around 45 delta. Now, for a lot of you with M3 um, experience, right, a lot of times we'll add, we'll, we'll put butterflies in until we get like minus 100 delta, and then we'll buy a call at, or not minus 100, but around minus 90, minus 80. Then we'll buy an 80 or 90 delta call. In this environment, or I should say there's only a limited number of, first of all, there's only a limited number of butterflies that I, I can put in and stay within capital limits with a 90 delta call, um, which would be exceeded if I tried to do that in the current environment. So that metric of the strategy is basically broken down as well in the implied volatility environment. So what I'm gonna do instead is I'm gonna limit the number of butterflies I put on. One, because I wanna keep my position size small because I don't really understand what's going on with the analytical models right now, right? So I can keep my position sizing a little bit small and um, I can go with the 20 and I'll just go with something a little bit out of the money. It's gonna react a little bit differently and we'll know the way this reacts if you ever traded modified rock in the rock program, that's the learnings of that strategy, or if you trade the X4 version 22, you also kind of get an idea of what an out of the money call tends to react like. Um, and we can deal with that here. And that's the way that I entered this. Um, it ends up being positive 17 on our analytical model. I believe it's going to react more zero delta. Time will tell 
whether that reacts the way we expect it to or not. All right, but this is the entry that I've chosen for the M3. And I just wanted to explain that because it's unusual. And that's what we have. Let me move to uh, Bearish Butterfly for May. It's like with the meeting, we might run a little bit long in the meeting today. So uh, May Bearish Butterfly. This is what we looked like on Monday. We were drawn down what, about $5,200. And this is what the position looked like. As you can see, let me zoom this out a little bit. The analytical model is not correct. Okay, you can clearly see this, and this is even in the EIOIO model. So the good thing about the bearish butterfly in this is we really don't generally use delta limits. Now we will going into expiration guidelines, but the reality is I'm not going to hit those numbers with these implied volatility skew anyway. I'm not going to hit delta theta ratio limits with it. I'm not going to hit um, you know, any kind of maximum delta in this volatility environment. So realistically, the analytical model itself is almost irrelevant here. It doesn't really matter, which is one of the things I, I like about this. In low implied volatility, it does, but not in this environment, so I don't really care. So if I go to Tuesday, Right, we pull back a little bit and there's no problem there. Wednesday, let me just pop up to Thursday. And then you can see on Thursday, this is where we're sitting, everything's fine. And then Friday, uh, we're here. Now, from a point standpoint, well, first of all, with 21 days to expiration, typically we're going to go into expiration guidelines. We are not going to do that in this case. Again, because the implied volatility levels are so high that I'm not going to be getting, I'm not going to be tagging my delta limits anyway. So, in other words, the, the positional will get away from me before it hits the delta limit, probably. So, we're just going to stay with the standard guidelines here for now. And basically, I can roll my lower butterfly when I get to 12.35, and I'm past that, I'm 12.37, so I do, I make the roll on my lower butterfly. All I did is I sold this 11.90 off, I rolled it up to 12.50, and this is what the position looks like right here. Uh, as of right now, the position, despite the fact that we had a huge up move, I mean, think about what this thing lived through. We had um, a very, very large point up move in this, hundreds of points and we're still doing well. Again, the implied volatility situation in general is helping us quite a bit, but we're only down 1350, and so far, things are going fairly well. We are under, we are under reduced profit target. I would take a reduced profit target on this of $5,000. We will see how this works out going forward, but as of right now, it looks pretty good. And with what I'm thinking in the market, where the market's going, if you listen to the uh, market outlook last night, um, this really shouldn't be a concern. This should be a winning month. So uh, good to hear that. And that's what we have for Bearish Butterfly. We also had a June entry that was just a standard entry, so no point in going over that right now, especially since we're short on time. Let's look at May rock position. All right, so question, um, how's the bearish butterfly strategy doing for the year? We're up about 23, uh, in closed trades, we're up about 23% for the year, trade for trade. 
um, M3 is 10% per uh, up 10% for the year trade for trade, and the rock trade is going to be up 12. That's with closed trades, by the way. So those are doing um, those are doing fine. So rock trade is here. As of Monday, we are in modified rock position here. So we're down $498. This is what the position looks like. So for those who don't know, modified rock is our high volatility um, trading strategy or entry. And what we're going to do is we're going to have out-of-the-money calls, and we're going to let this wander in the, wander in the tent quite a bit. If we get outside the tent, we're going to be doing the roll-up, and we're just going to keep flat delta essentially with the calls. So we're just following the market along. So this is what we look like Monday, All right? Tuesday, um, no adjustment. You can see the analytical model, how um, what's going on there, right? So we can't really rely on that so much. So uh, that being the case, I am making some intuitive guesses on where we are with Delta. All right, now we're up. This is Thursday right here, and then Friday. Okay, we are pulling. So I'm being a little bit intuitive here. So this may or may not trigger something on standard rock guidelines, but I know where my risk is in this position. My risk is not really to the downside. My risk is to the upside. So I'm going to make the roll here. And what I'm going to do is uh, just bring this up again, 20 points, about 20 points. So we'll go 17 in this case. I just want to keep, because the market is running into a point where it's slowing down. It's kind of getting into the doldrum, so to speak. In this position, in the front quarter of the tent and specifically a little bit outside the tent with the out of, my, out of the money calls is not going to be good in that environment. So we're going to push this up a little bit uh, faster, which is generally what the rock rules do anyway. It's just that I don't trust my analytical model right now. So that being the case, I'm being a little bit proactive. We're going to roll this up to here and that's going to give us some um, delta that's a lot higher. I'm going to bring this down, and I'm just going to flatten this out with about 30. And I'm going to run into this model here. So this is where we're going to put the rock trade. Now this is going to be a little bit different than a normal rock trade. We're not going to, we're probably not going to have a a, a sharp transition over into an M3. We're probably going to have more of a gradual transition. So you can see as the call comes further and further in the money that this is going to start reacting more and more like a standard M3. So when we get this deep enough in the money, we're going to treat this like just like a normal M3 rather than a uh, rather than a modified rock position. Let's convert this. And you can see we've had a lot of adjustments on this because of the speed of the market. We've been moving this around a lot. 
but this is where we stand. We're up about 32 bucks, so about break even still on this. And if we get, you know, we'll get a pause with the volatility shifting on our way, we'll get up money quickly. We won't be hitting our high profit targets in this position. $5,000 again is going to be good for this. We'll uh, we'll move on if we hit that number. So that is the May rock trade, and that's what I have for our option view trades. If we pop into ONE, I'll quickly go over. M3.4U strategy entry. So let me do that. Go over into ONE. So this is our M3.4U, by the way. We do this in a small position size because we like to show people some small position sizes. This is a $5,000 plain capital trade. It's up 300 bucks, which is going to be, what is that, around um, 7 or percent or so. And so this is doing this is doing okay. This is the May position, which we're not really covering. Uh, let's go to Friday here, but I'll show it to you. Um, this has gone negative delta, so we do have an upside adjustment here on this, which is going to include rolling back the upper long and rolling up the lowers. That's still negative delta, so we're actually going to have to come all the way back to here. And this is going to be our new position here. Let me just commit that. And then for entry in June, I'll just show you an entry here. We're going to go 17 to 27 points under the money which is going to be 12.20 minus four. And let me go one, two, and we're gonna go 60 wide. Go two here. And then we're gonna take a look at going 40 wide. And our delta number is gonna to be too high. So we're just gonna do like a UB1 type of adjustment. We're gonna roll out, put the upper wing a little bit wider. And I'd probably go all the way to here. Let's see. This gives us relatively neutral if we do a 50-60 wing. And we're within our delta guidelines, which are plus four and minus 1.5 on this size, um, if I'm doing my math correctly. And this is going to be our entry position. So let me do that. Commit trade. This is going to be our June M3.4U. 2020 and we'll see how this goes it's uh it's nice pricing actually for this so i'm kind of liking it and uh, let's see what else do we have uh, as far as trades we are supposed to go over since we're running on time we'll go x4 version 14 we'll take a look at both of those If we have, actually, we only have one open. I think the other one hit profit target. So the X4 version 14 has been doing very well this year. It's, um, what are we up? We're up about 26% for the year, even with the crazy market movements. So this has been going really well. Um, this is, let's see, we have, yeah, we, co we closed the May at profit target. Um, the profit target in this, by the way, is $2,500. That's high profit target. Um, as of last Friday, we're 
26, so we're higher than that. I don't think, yeah, so Thursday, we were at 2,400. This has had no adjustments, by the way. So this is the position. It's essentially a put protected broken wing butterfly is what our next four version 14 is. Um, and it's got a $2,500 profit target in this configuration. The profit target varies depending on configuration, but we've we've exceeded our $2,500 profit target again this month. So this is another profit target month for this, and we, we would close the trading the trade here. So here, here's the strikes that we're at for anybody that's interested. Uh, T log on this was easy. We entered the trade, we did nothing, um, and we pulled off at profit target in let's say in 21 days. So again, these the market implied volatility has just been really good for this strategy lately, and that's what we have here. We have a put way down here at uh, 1680. We're just going to close this off and have a $2,500 uh, profit. We'll log in on this. So let's kind of commit that trade, and we are done uh, on the X4 version 14 uh, until 77 days to expiration. So this Friday. Is we have another entry, so that is that position there. Our X4 version 17 didn't have any adjustments either. Let's just go here. We actually got stopped out of this in May to the downside, so this trade lost in May, but it's up in June. We don't have a profit target. This is a, a, a bullish broken wing butterfly strategy, and for those of you who don't know. Um, generally not put protected, but there are times where it may be. And uh, being a bullish bu broken wing butterfly, we're doing very well for the month. We're up. Oh, I have to get rid of this X here, which I think I have to double click. Oh, I have to click up here. I think. Here we go. So this is up $3,900. We don't have a profit target in the X for version 17, so we're just going to let this run out. But if it gets negative, Delta will adjust it up. If it gets to the short strikes, we'll roll it back. Um, chances are we're going to be $5,000 plus on this, given what's going to go on in the marketplace. And it's a $35,000 plan capital, so that's going to be better than 10%, so that should be a good trade coming in. The version 14 we're looking at is a $22,500 capital, and that's going to be a $2,500 profit target, so that's like 11 11% gain on that other trade. And the last strategy we're going to take a look at is the 22. And I want to spend a little bit of time on this because on the 22, I'm not really following trade guidelines. Be again, because of the implied volatility skew situation going on, um, the 22 is, a, is very sensitive to analytical models, and the analytical models are not acting nice right now. So this is what our 22 looked like. So um, our... Trade for um, May, I exited simply because we weren't gaining any ground on it. So our May, this is a this is a planned capital of thirty-five thousand dollars. Our May trade we closed out at seven, like seventy-six hundred dollars, something like that. It was like twenty-two or twenty-five percent gain for May. So we had an excellent May. Um, I just decided to close it off because again we were just sitting here and rolling the butterfly around and we weren't really getting any any traction and it wasn't likely we we're going to make any more money in it so we just closed that out so that trade did well this one here is our june trade which um some things i want to point out is um this is what we look like on monday 
I don't think I did anything here. No. So one of the things I want to point out with this is in this environment with a market swinging around like it is, I've been delaying adjustments. So typically we're going to adjust this back underneath the short strikes. We're going to roll it up with positive Vega or um, um, basically with positive Vega, we're going to roll it up or adjust up in some way. Um, in this particular case, though, with the applied volatility skews where they are, we're hitting positive Vega like all the time, even in the center of the butterfly. And um, there's really no danger of being under the short strikes right now on a butterfly. Right, that's, that's just given the current implied volatility environment. So that being the case, we're um, basically just not really bothering doing anything with this unless we get outside the tent. So here, right, we, we pulled back, we're below the shorts, but again, you know, we're, we're, we're zero delta. Our downside risk here is, is, is nothing. So I'm not gonna bother doing anything. Um, Again, this is part of the things you learn. This is a this is a level four to level five trade. So um, this is why we we do do rule modifications a little bit from time to time. But again, you know we're we're still well in the butterfly. We're positive Vega. Again, I'm not worried about it. I'll just leave it alone. Thursday, a little bit more. Right, we go into the grinding. I might want to do something about it, which we did. You know, we were moving 70, 80 points. Now we're moving what uh, six points so we go into the grind we kind of want to maybe be able to pay a little bit more attention this is what we look like end of day friday uh, again we're only minus one delta uh, vega's crazy i probably wouldn't do anything here but today if we close out here i'm definitely going to want to make an adjustment in this so i didn't do anything with the 22 this week and this is what we look like and i'll just show everybody the strikes and this is doing fine um, but we just want to be aware of uh, that we're not following guidelines almost because we can't with the implied volatility skew. Like I said, we have some new things going on and we'll, we'll, we'll make updates to the program to reflect this. So I already made one, um, one update so you can go back and look at that. So that is the X4 version 22. And that is everything that we have. And that's also all the questions that we have. So uh, that being the case, I thank everybody for joining us for our open house. And again, membership is open. You want to get in here, improve your trading and get the right perspective as a trader so that you can be consistently profitable. Let us know. Um, that's why we're here. All right. Thanks everyone. And we'll see you soon.